Hello, everybody, and welcome to what I'm officially calling Season 2 of Podcast of the Week. <laughs> I mean it this time. Um, where I, It's a podcast where I do things and talk about things, and it's really a podcast about nothing, but also means it's a podcast about everything. Hello, welcome back. I promise, uh, as you listen to this, there are at least two episodes recorded, so there will be guaranteed bare minimum two episodes, and I have another two scheduled, another two potentially scheduled, so... I'm hoping there's going to be at least a month of content ready to go. So it's not going to be an episode and disappear. It's going to be minimum two episodes and disappear. Hopefully, bare minimum, six episodes and disappear. Ideally, six episodes and then more episodes after that. We shall see. Tanner, as usual, I can't relaunch a podcast without just talking to Tanner. We talk about Christmas. We talk about Nintendo. We talk about more Christmas. We talk about some best Christmas songs and other related Christmas endeavors. It's a lovely chat. Next week, I talk to Ken about Star Wars, the Philippines, Doctor Who. Also a lovely chat. And more coming up after that. I'll tell you next week what's on the week after show. I have to decide which one I'm actually going to put the week after. That's a decision I will make next week as you hear that episode. So... Welcome back. Welcome back to me and to you. I swear, I do mean it this time, this podcast will survive. Even if I die, I'll record like a, a me saying every word in the English language and then my entire will will just be money for someone to put together a podcast using those words. Actually, I've I probably said enough words on this podcast and like on the between the weekend show, podcast today and podcast a week, I probably said enough words that if you combine all the words, you'll probably get enough words to actually put together coherent sentences. So I don't even need to record all that. Just yeah, to the person that I bequeath that that duty in my will, it'll be a full time job. All the money I have, which honestly won't be enough to pay a full time wage, but it'll still be a full time job. You will have to put together podcasts using words that I've already spoken. So thank you in advance for that. And here is me and Tanner talking about Christmas. Welcome back to Podcast of the Week. Hello, my name is Garrett. This is a podcast that exists again. It's I'm, I'm going to call it Season 2. I'll probably do that in the intro. But yeah, that's to explain the long break. Right, Tanner? Hello, Tanner. How are you? Hello, I'm here as executive producer of the Podcast a Week series. Why, were, why weren't you like, oh, oh, Garrett, as associate producer of this series, why aren't you producing the series as executive producer of this series? Well, Garrett, sometimes you just got to let creators take creative breaks <laughs> that's what we're calling it is it yeah <laughs> it's just a nice a nice little bit of time off nice creative break for myself when's the last time you did one uh i think the last one i did was doctor strange with barry i'll get the exact date up there while you kill time i mean doctor strange came out last year but i know you've done some this year well yeah uh, we're not doing them as they release tanner three months Ooh, ago anytime- or September 16th. It's been four okay, months. Blame the holidays. Yeah, it's... it's the, But the holidays... Okay, yeah, it's Halloween's fault, and it's it's Thanksgiving's fault, even though I'm Irish, and it's Christmas's fault. There you go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Canadian Thanksgiving, too. So oh, yeah? you actually had two Thanksgiving. A lot of people don't know, if you're not in America or Canada, you actually celebrate both Thanksgivings by default. Yes, we give thanks yeah. to the fact that we're not Canadian or American on those particular yeah. days. Yeah, it's it, it's a lot of people don't know that, but that's that's the secret of Thanksgiving. That is that is yeah, that's like the secret of Christmas is Santa and the secret of Thanksgiving is being thankful that you're not American. 
Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. They don't they don't tell you that in school. Well, they don't teach us about Thanksgiving here in school in general because it's not an Irish holiday. Oh, well, you know. Maybe you should I don't know. Any excuse to eat a lot of turkey and ham, I'm down for. Mm. Mm. Did you have a nice Christmas, Tanner? I did. I had a very, very nice Christmas. It was uh it was very good. Were you dreaming? What about you, Gary? How, how was your Christmas? It was a nice, quiet Christmas. Ken abandoned us for Christmas this year, would you believe? Oh, my God. Mm, Ken, SMH. Yeah, because traditionally, we have a Christmas tradition where all of us go to uh, our aunt's house. So we have dinner as kind of the combined family there. There's usually 11 of us, if all of us are there. And Ken is mm-hmm. like, no, I have my own family now. I'm doing Christmas there. And it's like Ken betrayal. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What, didn't Ken just get back from... Where was he at? Portugal? Portugal is not the Philippines. You, you, you uh, The Philippines! I knew it started with the P. I couldn't remember. You did narrow it out to countries that began with P. Yeah, you know. I I got that far. But, wow. Hmm. Well, just... I'll, I'll have a talk with Ken. As the honorary fourth kidney brother, which, by the way, sorry, I couldn't make Christmas. I know. Um, I will, I will talk to Ken. <laughs> I understand you not making Christmas, Tanner. You're very far away. Yeah, it's a long drive. <laughs> it is a very long drive. What kind of Christmas dinner do you have? Do you go weird, or is it very uh, traditional? On Christmas Eve, because we go to my grandparents' house on Christmas Eve, uh, we do like a bunch of finger foods. And this year for Christmas dinner, because uh, last year we did Chinese food, this year we did a bunch of appetizers. So we had like wings and like loaded potato skins and cheese sticks and like just a bunch of trash it was great that's a very traditional christmas dinner <laughs> no, it's, no we have no tradition no tradition i mean my uncle brings a ham to christmas eve but no one eats it why what the, what happens to the ham then i mean it, i mean we keep it like people split up the ham at the end of the night but the thing is like the ham i it's a honey glazed ham which i love but the ham doesn't go with any of the other foods there since all we do is finger foods. So we have, like, chicken nuggets and, like, a veggie tray and, like, chips with different kinds of dips and stuff like that. Huh. Yeah. The ham doesn't really go. Yeah, we, we're very traditional. We're very traditional Christmas. Like, turkey, ham, potato, vegetables. Mm-hmm. That's about it. That's your Christmas dinner. Wow. See, well, I guess the, th- the reason we don't do turkey for like our christmas or christmas eve is because we just got done eating way too much turkey for thanksgiving that's the thing i don't like about thanksgiving and christmas too close together yeah you tend to they double dip don't you yeah you double dip a lot so like in since november i've had like six like big get togethers where we just eat like this isn't <laughs> counting going to restaurants or anything that's this basically is just like one going- a week <laughs> Yeah, it was literally like one a week, and because we did, I, I went to two Thanksgivings, my friends did Friendsgiving, um, we did Christmas dinner, we did a, uh, like a friend's Christmas thing, and then a Christmas Eve, so yeah, like literally six, and we did Christmas morning, so technically speaking, you could count Christmas Day as twice, because we did two different, like, cook meal things. Just savagery, Tanner, just eating food. Yeah, I've gained 600 pounds since the last time I was on the podcast. When was the last time you were on the podcast? Uh, it had been around E3, right? I think we talked about the Super Nintendo Classic, which I saw you got one for Christmas. I did get one for Christmas. I, I had to go out and find it because my mom could not find them anywhere. I had to go like 50 miles out of town. 
I mean, th- that's where we were for Black Friday. And I, like, happened upon a pile of, like, nine of them. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I grabbed it. Yeah, that episode was back in June. Good God. Also, G1 uh, predictions or previews. Oh, wow. I, yeah. So, yeah, it's been six months. I've been... We've been busy. Uh, Gary, I don't know if you know this, but I do my own podcast now, and it like, it goes weekly. Like, we do that thing every week. Yeah, you abandoned me for your own. Like, just like you abandoned <laughs> Sam for your... For... Well, no, I didn't abandon Sam for that podcast. I just abandoned Sam because he's Sam. Oh, that's he probably won't <laughs> listen to this. That's fine. <laughs> no, he absolutely won't listen to this. Well, it's also funny because... Uh, did you say I abandoned Sam, but I did eight hours of audio with him last week, so... I didn't listen to the formerly known as Always Burry Tanners. They, they're long! Like, the Skype call for night two was over five hours long. I just got the impression there's a lot of WWE apologism in there, so that's... <laughs> I, well, not for me, so... Because <laughs> WWE has been bad this year, Tanner, and if you defend it, you're also bad. Um, WWE... It's weird. Raw has actually been pretty good. If you watch Raw from week to week, SmackDown has been the drizzling shits. <laughs> well, in fairness, nothing can be as bad as 205 Live. No, yeah, two, well, the weird thing about 205, if you watch 205 in a vacuum, like if you're like, ooh, this match looks good, 205 Live is fine. Like those five ways that became like a thing on 205 Live this year are like a ton of fun, mostly because, I mean, there's... It's very hard to mess up good wrestlers when you give them, like, 15 or 20 minutes. 205 Live does its best, Tanner. Well, <laughs> they do. <laughs> where, where good wrestlers go to die. Rest in peace, Grand Metallic. Literally is. Wait a second. Where are all these? Why aren't they listed? Sorry, I'm going through um my SoundCloud feed, and some stuff is missing. I don't know why. Oh, my God. Probably because it's too good. They're like, no, we can't keep it here. I think Ken let it expire. Like, like let the pro plan expire. So, ooh, that's a pain. The the pro- oh, there's everything. Uh, I just re- you see, uh, I, I just re uh, resubscribe to the pro plan. Everything's back, Tanner. It's fine. <laughs> nice, good, good, good. It, the pro plan is so weird because because that's what we use. That's, we use SoundCloud as our main RSS feed, and it comes out of my account and. I would love to just do the $135 for the whole year. Yep. Because it's significantly less than $15 a month, which I think adds up to like $180 a year. And it's just like, man, I, I, I like I want to. Yeah. I just have it. And like, I, pr- I probably have, like, I literally, I just did the same like mental math in my head where it's like, I kind of do want to sign up for the year just so I don't have to think about it. But yeah. also. You, know, like, you don't have to think about it and it's just one quick swoop. And, like, you you essentially get three months for free is what it works out to. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. I, 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 I probably have the money to do it as well, but I'm just like, oh, because it's, it's for here, it's nine a month and 90 for the year, so you basically get two months for free. But... Wow. Oh. Yeah. See, it's it's 15 US dollars here a month. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Yeah, so I've Podcasting been doing that since May. Uh, speaking of which, today's the day it comes out of my account, so that's a lot of fun. That's all. In fairness, there's nothing worse. You want that to come out of your account, but there is nothing worse than when you sign up for something and then you accidentally forget to cancel it. So you go into like the the one day after. It's like, god damn it! Oh, that uh. So for some reason, my PlayStation Plus subscription was set to auto renew. So was mine. And I was. I thought my account was hacked the first time that happened. I was like, where'd that money go? <laughs> 
Yeah, and I don't know why. And I don't think I don't even think I have my card saved to my PlayStation account. But I was just like, oh, this is bad because I on Amazon they were selling them. I think they went on sale after Black Friday for like an hour. Where it was like, hey, PlayStation Plus cards, $40 for the year. I'm like, oh, I'm getting that because I'm not paying $60 for PlayStation Plus. I just won't have it, so. Yeah. And, like, Progress, I paid for Progress for, like, three months this year because I, mm-hmm. I signed up for it to watch Super Strong Style 16, and then I accidentally forgot to cancel it for three months. And it's like, every time, it was like, Argh! And I, like, in my head, immediately I should have went and canceled it. But it's like, ah. I'll get to it. <laughs> See, that's what happened with me with WXW. I signed up for uh, a month to watch 16 Carat, and then it accidentally charged me in April, which was right after my WrestleMania trip where I needed all my money, and I'm just like, ah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a pain. These services are... like That is literally why these services offer those like free trials, that they, they get you there to give you their details, and they're like, they automatically renew it, and they want you for, to forget about it until the end of time. Yeah. See, that, that's what I'm scared about, because I was gifted a Giant Bomb Premium membership for the year, mm-hmm. and uh, but I had to put in all my card information, and at some point next year, it's going to auto-renew for $100. And I'm just like, this doesn't need to happen. Did you not get the $100 worth of value out of Giant Bomb Premium this year? Oh, I mean... Uh, I got it. Somebody gifted it to me during the sale, so it was only it was fifty dollars. I have just I don't have a hundred dollars to be like, okay, here we go. You don't like steal my sunshine that much. I do like steal my sunshine. I like all, I like all the premium series. Don't get me wrong. It's just I do not have a hundred dollars. I do have a. Ser- I was watching some of the Giant Bomb Game of the Year discussions. And mm-hmm. when discussing best music, they said that Super Mario Odyssey does not have that many good tracks outside of the nostalgia tracks, and I would violently reject that. Well, what, I mean, Jump Up Superstar is so good. Yeah, like Jump Up Superstar I mean, is like the best song of all time. The, uh, there's Steam Gardens, which is great. New Dog City, yeah. which is great. Cascade Falls, the, the which is New great. City, yeah. yeah. No, Odyssey has a great soundtrack. I haven't listened to Best Music yet. I'm halfway through day two, but I don't know. Some of the arguments they've made against Odyssey so far is are dumb. <laughs> like, I don't know how Destiny 2 was argued to be a better-looking game than Odyssey, and don't even get me wrong, Destiny 2 looks good, but, like, it's Odyssey. Odyssey is just, yeah, it's pretty, and it's lovely to look at. It's like... I suppose like you could make a technical argument that Destiny 2 is a technically better looking game. Like it probably runs at 1080p, whereas Mario Odyssey I think runs at 900p, and it probably like pushes processors further than Mario Odyssey does. But Mario Odyssey is just objectively better to look at. Yeah, no, I agree. I'd rather look at Odyssey all day than Destiny 2 all day. Speaking of game of the year content, Tanner. You wanted to talk about the Eurogamer game of the year. Gary, this list is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's a straight... Str- like, I, I was reading this list yesterday, and, like, Persona 5 finishes uh, 47th. And I was like, ooh, this is going to be an interesting list. I don't even know if it's interesting at this point, and it doesn't even seem hot takey for the sake of being hot takey. It's just bad. It feels like they just, like... Near, which most people would argue, I haven't played it, I don't know, but most people would argue it's one of the better games of the year. Finished 36th. Neo, again, a game people really like, 35th. 
I mean, Golf Story was 50th. Yep. Golf Story is amazing. People love that game. And, like, it, like just, like, I don't know. It's so weird because, yeah, like, you're right. Like, Nier was 36. And then today, Mass Effect and- Andromeda was 26. Yeah. And literally, if you, yeah. if you read the description, it's like, yeah, this game's bad. But it's not that yeah. bad. 26th best game of the year, better than Persona 5. Like, here's the closing line for Mass Effect's Andromeda write-up by Tom Phillips. Even as an average Mass Effect game, Andromeda is still well worth the journey, and I'm still not okay. He's not okay! He's not okay because it's a bad game! Of 26 best game of the year, better than Persona, and Nier, and Golf Story, and... Yakuza uh, 0, and XCOM, and Pyre. And Horizon. And Call of Duty, and Lawbreakers, and frickin' Fortnite... And Horizon, God. yeah. And Yakuza. And how is Star Trek Bridge Crew a better game than Yakuza, XCOM, Persona, and Golf Story? I have no idea. I, I, I don't even know what that game is. FIFA 18 was their 30th best game of the year. Ah, oh, Garrett, none of this makes sense. I don't know what Grand they're doing. Grand Turismo Sport is their 21st game. I mean, I have to see their top 10. I mean, they're, they're doing a good job of, like, I don't even know if it's building hype. It's just... Uh, Discontent because like oh this makes no sense you idiots. This is what the Game Awards Game of the Year contenders. One sec, let me pull those up. So their 2017 Game of the Year nominees were Horizon, which is already there, um, Persona 5, which is already there, PUBG, and then Mario and Zelda. So like two of their five games of the year were like in the like 30 to 50 range. The city or gamer list. Yeah, Horizon was 31 and Persona was 47. Yeah. It's, it's like staff voted, so there's polls. But I have no idea what they're doing in the freaking Eurogamer offices this year. I feel like maybe half of the office just didn't play any games, so they're just Googling stuff, and they're just like, this game has a cool name. Yeah. And Star Trek Bridge Crew? Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like someone, like, just out of spite, put, like, Star Trek Bridge Crew in, like, their number two best game of the year and that's how suddenly it and that's up. how it got to 40 second yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense i don't know it's it's just a it's not even a weird list it's just a bad list it it does feel like they took the best 50 games of the year and just hit random on them and wherever it landed yeah, yeah no like legit that <laughs> like part of me's like maybe this list was supposed to be in reverse order or something <laughs> But then I'm like, how does Star Trek Bridge Crew end at eight? So yeah, golf stories. Fairness, I would support an argument for golf story being game of the year. I, I want to get it. It's just it, I was going to get it yesterday on. Is it on? No, that was everybody's golf. I was going to get it. I've, it was between that or Stardew Valley for me, and I've never played Stardew Valley, and I'm in love with the Harvest Moon game, so I, I had to pick up Stardew Valley. Like, if there are four like essential indies on Switch, there's Stardew Valley. There's Golf Story, there's Steam World Day 2, and there's Shovel Knight. Like, those are, if you've never played any of those games, buy those games. They're very good yeah. games. I've never played any of them. This is my first time I've ever played Stardew Valley, and it's it's way too addicting. You're just going to be farming things till the end of time. But really, yeah. I'm almost through my first uh, month. I assume you got it on Switch. Yeah, I did get it on Switch. Which is like, you don't even have, you know the way like, oh, you have to finish the days. You can just leave it in the middle of a day on Switch if you want. You can just put it into sleep mode. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that, but no, you totally could. Switch makes every game better. That's like a fact of the universe. I feel like I need to have the Discord up because I'm pretty sure you were talking to me, but I like nothing came through. 
Ah. So right. I was like, oh, Garrett's doing a bit. Well, it might be my internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm just doing a bit where I just don't talk. Um, yeah. You see, my internet's been weird lately where it just randomly cuts out and I don't like it and I don't know how to fix it. Yeah, like, I, I don't, it's weird too because like I got a, a new phone for Christmas and like right now it doesn't, it's not connecting to the internet and like my switch isn't connecting to the internet and I'm just like, hmm, that seems like a problem. That seems to be a problem with the internet. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, if it was just one device, you know, I mean, even then, but since it's multiple devices, I'm just like, okay, somebody got to come out here and fix this. So what was your best Christmas present? This was like the first year, because you know how sometimes for Christmas, like, not from like Santa or like your parents or anything, but like you have that one weird cousin that gives you a gift, you're just like, I have no idea what to do with this. I'm thankful that you thought of me, but I have no idea what to do with this. Yeah. Okay. This was the first year that hasn't happened to me ever. Because, like, my aunt, she was like, what do you want? And she always buys people three presents. I sent her three things. I got all three of the things. And, uh, I, I don't know. My, I, I I got a new Chromebook. And let me tell you, that thing is nifty. Is a Chromebook a laptop? Yeah, it's a laptop. There we go. I know. I know technology. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's the it's like the brand new I say brand new I don't know when it came out it's the Chromebook 15 but God it is a nifty little device like last night I used it uncharged for four and a half hours it had at the end 68 percent battery life and seven and a half hours left mm. till it died I mean it's beautiful <laughs> is it like fast Oh yeah it's super fast because I, I it is a uh, as fast as I I mean I need. Because I bought a laptop in September. It was a Lenovo laptop. It costs 300 euro. And it's just not very good. It's like, it takes ages to boot up. And it's kind of slow and sluggish. And I'm like, this was a relatively expensive laptop. I think it should be better than this. Like, my mom, she, because she kept saying, she's like, man, I wish I would have bought multiple. I was like, I had to ask her how much she got it for. She ended up getting the, the, a super deal. And it was like $135. My God. Which is super, super cheap, especially because I have a friend that bought the Chromebook 14 or whatever, the one before the 15, earlier this year, and it cost him like 250 or $300. Good God. So, yeah, so I was very happy. But, I, I mean, like, if you're looking for a laptop to play games on or something, this isn't that laptop. But if you need a laptop just... To, for like general things like if you want to write that's what i got it for i wanted to write i want to write more next year in 2018 um so yeah i mean it's perfect for all that it can pull up twitter it, it plays 1080p videos with absolutely no lag i mean it's it's everything i need mm, so you're not gonna be playing PUBG on it no have you played PUBG? I haven't played PUBG. It's I feel weird not getting in on it. I th- there's a lot of things, especially in games this year, that has happened that because of school, I've especially from August to December, I missed out on just because I've I was so busy. I was I've played two games of PUBG. <laughs> How good are you at it? Any chicken dinners yet? Well, no, I've played two games. Of it. The first one, I I had the settings up too high and it was extremely laggy and. Uh, my internet cut out halfway through, so I was driving in a car, and like I got network lag. And when I came back, my car was just hurling through the air, and I was like, "That's really good." Well, I wonder what happened while I was gone. And then the other time, I think I got to like thirty-five or something before someone shot me. 
Oh no, the mm. the, the the blue wall of death killed me. So <laughs> no one has ever had the honor of killing me in PUBG Tanner. I've usually either killed myself or been killed by the wall. Wow, you you got to retire now. Yeah, I've never won, <laughs> that, but I've also yeah. never lost. <laughs> oh man, I, I like I want to try it. It's just one of those things that I'm just like, I don't know. Like like I'm sure you know this because you have a PS4. The PlayStation Store is having a very very good sale right now. Hmm. And I bought Overcooked, mm. Pyre, mm. Uh, Guilty Gear, and Sleeping Dogs Definitive Edition yesterday for a grand total of $30. My god, and Pyre is apparently one of the best games of the year. Yeah, like, that, that, like going back to the Giant Bomb discussion, like their discussion about it is what talked me into buying it. I was like, okay, I'll buy it. And then the other games, like, I've wanted Guilty Gear for a while because it's gorgeous. People have recommended me Sleeping Dogs for what feels like 200 years. And Overcooked is a really fun couch co-op game mm-hmm. that I want. So because I play Overcooked on Switch and it is a ton of fun. Is it on Switch already? It's on Switch. Mm. And interesting. I, like Pyre was one of like the best reviewed games of 2017. Yeah, no, it has great reviews, and I feel like it's it's weird, and maybe because I've been a little disconnected from the bubble this year, but I feel like I haven't heard anything about it till now. No, no, like it, there was a like a bunch of hype, and like, well, not not even like because the the studio that made it's the same studio that made Bastion and Transistor. Yeah, which are two games people absolutely adore. So like them releasing a new game, people were like, "Ooh!" But like it didn't seem to have any legs at all. Like outside of release week, people just stopped talking about it, despite it being like, as I said, it's one of the, like IGN gave it a nine point something. I think Game Informer gave it a nine seven five. It was one of the best reviewed games of twenty seventeen, and people just stopped talking about it after a week. I almost feel sorry for yeah. them. Until now, where it's getting like a ton of like award season hype. Yeah, which is weird. It's just kind of like, got that late surge out of nowhere. Yeah, it's because usually, like, even a game like Resident Evil 7, which is probably going to get screwed out of a lot of end-year stuff just because it came out the second week of January. Yep. Like, I feel like at least it's been a constant, like, because it, maybe it's because of the updates and the DLC and stuff, but, like, I, I couldn't even tell you what month Pyre came out in. I think it was sometime during the summer. And I think even, like, Resident Evil, people made a conscious, like, push to, like, don't forget about this game, it's good. Yeah. I don't think that happened with Pyre. It's just like, hey, this game's awesome. And now let's never talk about it again. Yeah, I just think everybody accepted that, like, yeah, this game rocks. Okay, we'll talk about it in December, though. Yeah. (laughs) That's what happened. And it's, I've read, it's a fairly short game. Is it not like four or six hours? I'm not sure, because what is it? It's like Wizard Basketball, is that it? Oh, God, I cannot tell you. (laughs) I, I literally bought it off the blind recommendation of, like, three people on the Giant Bomb panel. Yeah. Cause so I, I, I cannot even tell you what it's about. I remember hearing about it on like the the Game Informer podcast at the time it was released, and that's like all I've heard about it since. <laughs> yeah, it's an action role playing sports video game, so I guess it is Wizard Basketball. I'm pretty sure it's Wizard Basketball. Yeah, I think that's like the if you wanted to do a, an elevator pitch for Pyre, you'd say it's Wizard Basketball. Wow, the Marty Silva of IGN described it as a mix of Dota, Rocket League, and Transistor. Okay, that sounds like it rules. Well, Dota's bad, but two of those things... Actually, I never, I've never played Transistor either. I played Bastion. Bastion's a great game. Oh, yeah, Bastion's really good. Also, maybe the most OP character in Overwatch. Uh, well, I, I don't play Overwatch. It's a bad game. What, Garrett! <laughs> there will be no Overwatch. Like, I will get this show cancelled again. Well, I don't get the Overwatch hype. I think it's a good game. I think the character design is tremendous. 
I don't think it's anything special, though. It's it's one of those things. What stands out for me about it is like the character design's good, and for there's a there's no story in the game. Like the story is the multiplayer, and like if if you if you're like me and read like all the comics things that come out and watch all the shorts they put out. And the fact that they're constantly updating it, like, it's getting very big updates every month still, and it's been out for, like, 19 months. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I appreciate, and, like, we've seen new characters, and the characters are free, and so everybody can play them, so there's no, like, you know, pay-to-win wall. All the loot box stuff is cosmetic, so it really doesn't change your gameplay. Uh, That's what I like about it. Mm. Reminds me of ARMS. Because ARMS is kind of the same for me, where, like, ARMS has great characters. The, the, like, core gameplay is really, really good, but there's not, like, that kind of, like, hook there to keep you playing the game outside of just playing the multiplayer. Yeah. And uh, overall, it's just kind of like that for me, because I have no interest in the cosmetic stuff. I know people, like, go head over heels. It's like, I need the new emote or the new, like, freaking costume. I'm like, I don't care. I, like, I literally don't care. And people pay money for those things, and I'm just like, I don't know. They're... uh, (laughs) If it's regular old Tracer, I'm fine with regular old Tracer, Tanner. That's fair. I, I can see that. Look, I'm not even super big on the cosmetic stuff. It's just... I don't know. It's one of those things that... It, it just pulls me... No, I say that. It pulls me back in. I haven't played the game since July. Just, again, because of time. But it's fun. Like, I, I want to go back and play again. I'm just afraid that I'm going to be so bad at the game now. Uh... I'll just get very mad at it because Overwatch pisses me off every time I play it. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's just I don't know. The console version, it's not buggy, but there's a lot of weird things with like hitboxes and stuff, and like especially it used to be really bad with like Roadhog's hook before he got nerfed, mm. and it's just like, come on, they're like this is impossible. There's no way a Roadhog sh- should be able to hook me from across the map when I'm like the smallest character in the game. But you know. I think that's my big problem with it. I I just don't think it feels great. There's there's just like there there's not like that tangible sense. I'm go, I'm going to relate it back to Splatoon. But the, my one of my favorite things about Splatoon is like every time you're shot or you splat somebody, you like there the sound design and the way they explode into ink. It feels so good, and I don't get that out of Overwatch. Like if I kill somebody, they just kind of crumple and it's like move on. Yeah, I, I can see that. I really want to pick up Splatoon. Is is there like? A big player base still there? Oh, yeah, I was playing Splatoon for two hours this morning. Like, getting into games, no other. Like, literally, ten seconds. Mm, okay. I, I Like, I really want to pick it up, because I love the first one. And I've heard the second one is just a, a better first one. Yeah, it's basically, like, just takes the first one and builds on top of it. It's It feels like a Splatoon 1.5 at times, but that yeah. it's still, like, Splatoon, but better. So I can't really give yeah. up on that that much. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not a bad thing that it's Splatoon 1.5, because again, Splatoon 1 was so good. I don't know. I want I want to play it soon. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game that I enjoy, because it's a good video game. Also, it still sells very well in Japan, like, every single week. Yeah, the, I've noticed that it's always, like, near the top 10 or in the top 10 for, like, best-selling games in Japan, which is wild. Like, one, the Switch sold a quarter of a million units last week in Japan alone, which is absolute madness. But The Switch has almost outsold the Wii U. The Switch is outselling the PS2 in Japan, and the PS2 is one of the biggest selling consoles of all time. Like, I think I read a, a statistic where 
if the Switch was to, I think the Switch has to sell 14 million units by March to have been on the same pace as the PS4's first year worldwide, which is nuts. Yep, and that would actually, if it if it does that, which I really do think it will, it's what, it was 10 million a couple of weeks ago? That's not yeah, including Yeah, it was some... 10 million before Christmas. So yeah, include, it was after Thanksgiving before Christmas. So like, after Christmas, by the time we get to March, it's, it's going to trounce 14 million. But that'll also have uh, eclipsed the Wii U by then, within a year. Yeah, what was the Wii U total? Like 12 million? I think it was 13.5, I want to say 13.6. Okay, that's fair. That I mean, that's nuts. Like, I, I mean, I feel like it's been, it's been talked about all year, but I feel like it's not appreciated enough. Just what a turnaround Nintendo has done with the Switch. Mm-hmm. The Wii U was 13.56 like, million, just to be precise. Oh, okay. Thank you, Garrett. But like, it's it's wild. Like the success of it. Like, and what's crazier about it? If Breath of the Wild flops, yep, th- th- that's the Switch fails. Do you think so? Uh, th- um, so like, I, 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 Skyward Sword is a bad comparison because Skyward Sword is a game people loved at the time and then soured on. But like, if say they released another Skyward Sword like Zelda. Where it's kind of like it's the same Zelda formula. People like it, but it's like, eh, we've done this a few times. Do you think the Switch doesn't do as well as it does? I definitely don't think it does as well as it, it's doing now. No, absolutely not. Because I mean, remember with Breath of the Wild. I mean, yeah, people. A lot of people were picking it up, but at the end of the first month, I, I think there was like a hundred and two percent attachment rate. Like more people own Breath of the Wild on Switch than actually own Switches for a little bit. Yep, that which was madness. Which is, the attack rate of Breath nuts. of the Wild was 103%. Yeah, like, that's nuts. And then, it's, I mean, kind of the same thing with Odyssey. Like, I feel like if Odyssey is a little subpar, it, you know, the Switch definitely slows down a lot, but it wasn't. Odyssey was everything people wanted and more, so it just continued selling. And then in between those, you had Splatoon and ARMS and... Mario and Rabbids? Uh, yeah, Mario Rabbit and Mario Rabbids exceeded like everybody's expectations by being like a really good game. <laughs> yeah, like I still want to play it. That's still like my game from 2017 that I want to make time for. My favorite thing uh, actually it, about the Game Awards was like for best strategy game, Mario and Rabbids beat XCOM, <laughs> which is yeah, which is crazy considering. I believe there was people that worked on XCOM that also worked on Mario Rabbids, if I'm not mistaken. I think there there's definitely at least it was inspired by anyway. Yeah, but it's just, uh, I don't know. And it looks so, it looks so damn goofy and fun. And like, I just want, and the animation in the game is beautiful. Like all the, I don't know. I, I want it. And it's only 40 bucks, right? That's it's. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it got cut down to, yeah, I think it's 40 on the eShop at the moment. Mm. I need game. To, I found a four-year-old uh, $25 Best Buy card in my old wallet when I was transferring wallets because I got a new wallet for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I called the number, and it was like, yeah, there's $25 on this. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so I, I may use it tomorrow to or whenever I can go to town to uh, pick up Mario Rabbids. Because I, I want to bulk up my Switch collection. Like I, I only own like four games for it on cartridge. You see, I've gone nearly all digital. I have like 60-something games on Switch at the moment. Um, Good which lord. means I have a problem. But the games I have in cartridge are FIFA 18, Super Bomberman, or The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, and Minecraft Story Mode. Minecraft Story one's the weird one that sticks out, because those other three games all came out on launch for it, did it not? Well, FIFA was out in September. But like, I, I, I love the Switch. Like, it's, it's my... 
it's my baby. It's it's so good. Like, it's everything I've ever wanted in a console and more. Like, I never knew I wanted a... I mean, hand, I mean, I've always loved handhelds. Like the Game Boy SP is still like my child, but it's it's so weird because it's like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like you're taking a a full powered console on the go with you. Like I, the fact that I can play a game like Breath of the Wild on a plane or in a car for multiple hours without the thing immediately bugging out blows my mind. Yeah, and the fact like Skyrim is a game for being like notorious for like the PS3 could not run Skyrim. It just didn't no. work. And it's perfectly no. fine on this freaking 8-inch tablet. <laughs> yeah. And and then like a game like Doom that you know not not that Doom ran bad on the other consoles, but like I've heard the Doom port is really really good. Yeah. And like if you if you haven't played Doom before and you have a Switch, maybe pick it up on Switch. And like I'm interested to see how a game like Wolfenstein 2 runs. Which is built on the same engine as Doom, so you'd assume fine. Yeah, and it's and it's being ported by the same team, so you would think like, but and that's nuts to me that like Wolfenstein Two, you're going to be able to play on the go, like portable. Yeah, and like yeah. I, I really, I like for somebody that didn't play a whole lot of Skyrim, like I played about fifteen or twenty hours of it on three sixty, which like when it came out, which was six years ago at this point. Um, I I, I kind of want to get Skyrim for my Switch. I'm just gonna pop like I could in the middle of this podcast just pop out the joy uh, my my switch out of the dock which is sitting right over there I could just play like a huge AAA game like Super Mario Odyssey on a hand like the the last 3D if you look at like the three the the last and only 3D Mario on a handheld system was Super Mario 3D or 3D Land which is a really good mm-hmm. game I love that game but like if you look at the jump from that game to Super Mario Odyssey as, like, a jump in handheld technology, it's mind-blowing. Oh, yeah, it, it, like, it doesn't even make sense, like, how they were able to do it so fast. Like, right now on my Switch, I have the Odyssey cartridge in, and then, like, Sonic Mania and Stardew Valley just on my console, like, ready to go at any time. Yeah, and, like, I... That's I've, nuts. I'm going to count the number of games I currently have on Switch, please excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> count them all in different languages. It's too many. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. What's thirteen times six? Uh, um, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight plus four. I have 80, eighty-two. Eighty-two games on Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Which is crazy because it's been out for nine months. 17... So you're averaging. Good lord, you're averaging nine games a month. Yeah. Cause... Wow. Congratulations. Well, what's your... Since this is just the Nintendo podcast at this point, what, what do you think they do in 2018 to keep up the momentum? Yeah, we might as well talk about it. Because um, they have... We know for a fact they have Kirby and Yoshi and Fire Emblem. Those are three games that they've yeah. said these are 2018 games. I think they have at yeah. least three more on top of that. Like three more biggins, not like Bayonetta. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think Bayonetta 3 comes out next year anyways. But even, like, I, I don't think they count, like, Bayonetta 1 and 2 as, like, oh, one no, of their... Oh, no, I don't think the 1 and 2 counts as a, a big one. I, people are stoked for it, including me, but I, I don't think you can count that as, as big as a, an original game. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, there's rumors, there was rumors this week that Pokemon will either be December 2018 or early 2019, which, one, that's a terrible rumor because there's not a hope, a hope in hell that a Pokemon game isn't released in November. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, that's true. 
because like look at the history of Pokemon nearly all of them have been released in November except weird ones uh, I don't yeah, I still like Emerald yeah I still don't think Pokemon makes 2018 that doesn't feel right to me really because like gun to my head if somebody was like Animal Crossing or Pokemon for 2018 I think Pokemon's the easy answer I think I think I honestly think Pokemon is their big holiday game next year you see, I'm I'm the exact opposite. I think Animal Crossing is the e- easy answer for the simple reason Animal Crossing New Leaf was released in 2013. That was four years ago. And I know they've been working on DLC and little crappy games on the side, but for the most part, it's been four years since uh, the Animal Crossing team has shipped a game and Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon came out last month. And they do like see, they do have two teams in Game Freak. They do like Ultra Sun and Moon or the team that worked on that game are not the team that are working on the Switch game. But yeah, the Switch game's been being worked on since at least a year and a half. Yeah, like they revealed it. Like it's been six months since they revealed it, so we know it's been in development minimum six months. I'd assume yeah. at least another six months before that. Yeah, well, you if you remember, we started hearing rumors about a 3D Pokemon game coming for Switch when the Switch video came out in January. Yep, that's when the Stars rumors started coming out. Yeah, that's when the Pokemon Stars rumors started. So I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure there was some validity to it, so I would assume it's been being worked on for at least a year, probably around 18 months. So, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what the Switch does. Like, I don't think... What game... Do you think any more Wii U games get ported to it? Like, big Wii U games? Uh, I think Donkey Kong, maybe. You think Tropical Freeze may get ported? What I think they might do is do, like, a two-pack of Tropical Freeze and Returns, plus announce the third one. Hmm. Because I think, what's the name of the studio that worked on those? It's not, like, not Retro, because Retro made the games, was it? Oh, Monster Games, they're in Minnesota. They worked on Tropical Freeze, they helped work on Tropical Freeze, and they ported Returns to 3DS. So I feel yeah. like they might, like, be like, you guys, take a crack at Donkey Kong, while Retro's off doing whatever the hell Retro's doing. But yeah, I mean, that would that would make a lot of sense. I, I don't know, I've, I'm surprised that Smash Brothers has not got ported. Do you, I think it's reached a stage where it's not a port anymore. Like, what, you think they'll add... I mean, I'm sure any version of Smash Brothers that was to get transferred to Switch would be, like, a Game of the Year type thing. But do you just think it's going to be Smash 5? Yeah, I think it's Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Switch at this stage. Yeah. Because, again, like, (laughs) Smash 4 released in 2014. That's four years by the time we get into next year. And fair enough, they were working on DLC up until the end of 2015. But still, that's three years. Yeah. I think it's I, I, I think it's Smash Five, and I think that like all the characters will be back. They'll add a couple of modes, they'll add a couple of stages. They'll probably like smush the 3DS version because the 3DS had different stages and different like modes. They'll probably include yeah. those and then throw another couple of stuff on top and say this is Super Smash Brothers Five. And I, I I'd have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Uh, it's just oh, God, like there's so many things they can do with the Switch. It's crazy that in the first nine months of release, we got a mainline Zelda and a mainline Mario. Plus a new IP in ARMS and Splatoon 2. Yeah, and then like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which mm-hmm. is... I, I I loved Mario Kart 8. I realized a lot of people didn't play it just because a lot of people didn't have Wii U's. Hey, 7 but... million people played that game. <laughs> that almost annoys me. It's like, oh, nobody played Mario Kart 8. It's like, no, well... that game sold 7 million copies on Wii U. Okay, listen... But the player base died really quick on Wii U. Did it? I played that game for ages. I mean, it died quicker than you would like. I mean, it died within the year. Yeah. But then they released the DLC and it came back, though. 
Yeah, I mean, that's true, but I mean, that's going to happen with almost every game. It's like, you release the DLC, like, you're going to have players come back. Speaking of the big question, Tanner, I think the biggest question of 2018... I don't know. Super Mario Odyssey DLC, yay or nay? <sighs> I would love it. Like, if they added a mode where I can play as Luigi, I'm all for it. Super Luigi? Oh, they did, like, new Super Luigi Bros. After the, when they did the Wii U one, so Super Luigi Odyssey, Tanner. I, Garrett, don't even tease me, because I, I would pay, like... A stupid amount of money for for a super Luigi, like I, like thirty dollars, <laughs> just just to put Luigi in the game. <laughs> yes, it makes no sense that he's not there. Where is he? There's no mention of him. There's only the Luigi costume. There's not. I don't even like think there's a sly like backhanded mention of Luigi. He's just he doesn't exist anymore. I'm there, which is weird because like even you've beaten Odyssey, right? Yes. Okay, a little post-game Odyssey spoiler. Mm-hmm. But like, even when you go to the Mushroom Kingdom, he's not mentioned at all. Yeah, and Yoshi is there. God, I don't know. And, and like Yoshi is there, which I didn't expect Yoshi to be there. You can possess him, which is terrifying. Yeah, yeah it is terrifying, because then you just eat the peaches and, oh man, it's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah, Mario was taking it too far by possessing Yoshi. That's like That's the bridge too far, Mario. Yeah, like, well, it's already confirmed that Mario beat the shit out of Yoshi every time he rode him. Yeah, he just punched him in the head to get his tongue out. That's nice. Yeah, but, but now, like, you're actually possessing him. And especially after you read what's ha- what, like, goes through a character's head after it gets possessed. Mm. Is, uh... He, essentially, they lose their memories. It's a, <laughs> it's fucked up. Mario's a, Mario's a terrorist, basically. Like, just Pretty to- much. It's, it's bad. He's committed mass slaughter, like, genocide of entire, like, mushroom-based entities. Just kill all the Goombas. Yeah. It's like, and they're just following you. Mm. You know? They're not, it's like, to... I don't kill... Yeah. They don't even like, attack. They just run saw... into you. Yeah, but you lose health. That's <laughs> Mario's fault for being a goof. Well, guess what? Now you can possess all the Goombas and yeah. have them lose all their memories. It's terrifying. But that, seriously... Which is, like, some Kingdom Hearts shit. If they're, like... Three new kingdoms, twenty bucks. I'm just like dancing in the streets. Oh, I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think? Do you think Odyssey gets DLC? I think it does. Because mm-hmm. I th- I think they learned from Zelda that you don't announce the DLC until you after after you release the game. Yeah. Because if you if you announce the DLC before you release the game, people will start saying, "Well, why isn't it in the game? The game isn't finished." Stuff like that. Whereas if you wait like two months and be like. Wait a minute! This game you love, there's more of it. People are like, "Yay!" Instead of being like, yeah. "Oh, why wasn't it there in the first place?" Yeah, no, absolutely. I, if they added three kingdoms for twenty bucks, and I could play as Luigi, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's game of I'm generation. There. Oh, absolutely! I'm already looking forward to like game of the decade discussion mm-hmm. in like two years because. It's going to be crazy. I mean, there's been some bad years for games this decade, but good lord, have there been some stacked to the brim year. I mean, 2017 mm-hmm. was a great year for video games. That's the reason it seems so absurd that, like, FIFA has put a 30 on the Eurogamer list. It's like, there's been lots of good games this year, Eurogamer. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not like I'm not even upset that it made it that high, because I get, like, the people that play FIFA play FIFA. Like, that's their shit. They put, like, 100 hours into it. I get that. But there's been so many great games this year, and it's, I don't know, it's its bizarre. Like, it would be like, yeah, I've played a lot of games this year, but guess what? Madden 18 is my game of the year. Like, it makes no sense. Yep, that story mode was real good. Yeah, like, uh, NBA was my jam. Whoa, I see what you did there, Tanner. Very good wordplay. 
Thank you. I didn't even do that on purpose. All right, we'll do some rapid fire to wrap up. Let's do it. Hit me. Best Christmas song. Ooh, White Christmas. One more sleep by Christmas by Kermit the Frog. Best Christmas movie. Uh, I'm very partial to Santa Claus Two. The Santa Claus Two with Tim Allen. Mm. Mine is Muppet Christmas Carol, also starring Kermit okay. the Frog. Though I, I'm partial to It's a Wonderful Life because it is the best uh, best line in the history of film. Where someone's like, Merry Christmas! And then the, the evil curmud- curmudgingly guy who's trying to shut down the bank is like, and a happy new year to you! In jail! His delivery of it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad you didn't say Die Hard because we we couldn't have been friends anymore. It's a Christmas film, get over it. <laughs> it's not! It is, it's a Christmas film. Just it's absolutely like not. Iron Man 3 is also a Christmas film. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Best Christmas-related like TV or media, excluding film. Uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus. Minus the 2007 Christmas episode of Impact. What the fuck? You just wanted to get a TNA mentioned in here. It is a masterpiece, I'll have you know. A absolute masterpiece. It has a barbed Christmas tree, Tanner. What more do you want? Uh, good Lord. Best childhood Christmas present. Oh, God. Uh, mm. I got a trampoline one year, which... Uh, kind of in a way kickstarted my love for wrestling because me and my friends used to wrestle on it and by that I mean I would hit what would later go on to become the pounce and I would pounce my friends off the trampoline period I asked this question I don't really think I have an answer um, I don't know I don't I mean, know I, got a, I, got a, I mean a ton of great I mean pretty much every like all of my hobbies in life can be traced back to a present I got at Christmas as a child outside of I, I mean maybe even wrestling if you want to count the trampoline hmm Pretty much the same with me. Yeah. Uh, game of the year. Super Mario Odyssey. Legend of the Breath of the Wild. Uh, prevailing memory from 2017. Um. Let's see. Suffering uh, everything, was, everything was good except everything else. Yeah. Everything was good except all the things that were bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to wrap up. Tanner, Twitter plugs. Uh, you can follow, well, I do a podcast called, uh, the All You Can Hear podcast. You can follow us at AYCH podcast. We are available on SoundCloud and Google Play and iTunes. And you can check us out on our Instagram, which is AYCH podcast and twitch.tv slash all you can hear. I will put links in the description because I'm a professional podcaster like that, Tanner. Thank you. Oh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Tanner. Merry Christmas, Garrett. Have a happy new year. You too. That is the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, me and Ken talk about Star Wars, so you have that to look forward to. You can listen to new episodes of Podcast of the Week every single week, I promise, at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK or search TWS Network on iTunes. Follow me on Twitter at Garrett Gidney, G-A-O-R-E-T-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye.